0: Hi and welcome to Keen Minds, where we're covering NBC's The Blacklist. We're in season five, episode eleven, Abraham Stern. I am Jen, aka Takata Cycle.
1: And I am Tessa. And
0: And this was the hundredth episode with the number number one hundred blacklister. Did you notice that? I know, it was cute that they did that. I like I I really like the episode. I I did too. I mean, for for where we are, um, I Tess and I were discussing before we started recording tonight that that you know it's I've kind of pulled back a little bit, but you know for for what it is, for where we are, knowing that I am emotionally compromised on this show, badly emotionally compromised on this show, I enjoyed it. I love Nathan Lane. I. Nathan Lane will always be Timon to me. Um, I, as a small child, I was obsessed with The Lion King. And I loved him on The Producers. And uh, Birdcage was the other one that I had forgotten about. I think we were discussing last week what we knew Nathan Lane from. Birdcage was the other one that, that mm-hmm. I'd seen him in that I liked him really well. With the amazing and miss him so much Robin Williams. Mm. So... But I I had a lot of hopes for Nathan Lane and he did not disappoint. I, I do love that man. He was brilliant in this role.
1: Yeah, it was, it was a lot. Of, it was a fun, fun episode. I love the fact that they made it into a caper, um, and they were, you know, this heist, and, and the vacuum. How can you not love an episode where you get Nathan Lane, a giant vacuuming that is, that is uh, sucking up a, a crime that technically doesn't exist in because the, the notes don't
0: exist? In the Denver Mint. I mean, come yeah. on. <laughs> And there, there was a cool little quote that I uh, that I made note of. It said, um, or not, not a quote, but but just a, the comment about when you begin to layer the images on the mm-hmm. on the uh, pennies. Yes. And I, I was when I was doing my rewatch today, I was thinking about. it. I said, you know, I really hope that's the story they're telling. I really hope that they've just pulled one over on me. And then <laughs> here in a few episodes, I go, oh, I just need to layer it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: This episode was was a very very interesting way. Uh, I, I've seen some series of a hundred episodes, and and they mess it up terribly by by complicating things. So I love that they left this thing nice and fresh, and it, it was great because it marked one thing that is a very 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 important thing.
0: Liz pulled one on Red and on Howard. I don't know if she pulled it on Howard. Red thinks she pulled it on Howard. I don't think she pulled it. Not Howard. Uh, Harold. Harold. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I got Howard on my head. I know. Yeah. I, I uh, think listen. she did because otherwise, why would Harold ask? Well, no, I Red? think she did originally. But then I think that when they were discussing it, I think it clicked with
1: with mm-hmm. Cooper. I think the at same the
0: same point yeah.
1: when they they both were like, whoa, wait a minute here. <laughs>
0: what has happened? <laughs> No, but it was, it was, uh, I I very much enjoyed her getting one over on Red. That's been a long time coming, and, I mean, it, it was for, you know, if you forget the dark cloud hanging over it of, you know, everything going on with Liz, it was a lot of fun. The episode was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, I love, I love the, um the idea of the treasure hunt because we we did get a little bit of a treasure hunt, um, hinted when we went in Cape May mm-hmm. and they found the buried treasure. Um well especially because Cape May has a whole history of being a pirate's um uh, a pirate's cave cove and that's you know there is a it's histories of of uh, buried treasures. So it was great when we go back to something similar like that and it's a heist and there is a vacuum. And it's just awesome. It was just fun.
0: Yeah, it, it was a nice episode. I, I was a fan. So uh, do you want to start in? Uh, there really wasn't much with Samar or Wrestler. Um, so are we even going to really cover them? Do we want to start? I don't
1: think so. I think they're just going to Ram first. Ram was fun and
0: Bless was him. so
1: happy to see you and i was glad that she was not as dismissive with Ram as she was with with um samar see
0: i didn't find her dismissive with samar i actually found the two conversations she was saying the exact same thing she was just saying it how each individual needed it said with samar she was very blunt she was very straightforward which i think samar respects and with a she was much gentler. And I mean, I I think I'm trying to remember the exact quote. Uh, but but she said that um,
1: I'm 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 back. I'm not. I'm here. I'm not back.
0: Yeah, but but she started kind of easing him into talking about Samar. You know, mm-hmm. he wanted to talk about the case, and he starts rambling about. It and, oh well, I hear things are going well with you and Samar. And so she kind of eased him into that. But it's the exact same thing that she told Samar just in a different format of saying I'm not here for the case I want to hear about boring a domestic
1: you're right and but thank god that some that Aram told him told her about the case because that's how she knew how to get her evidence back yeah I guess because, so yeah that's how she knew that they were planning a heist and then she just called the museum it was brilliant and and then those the, that see Well, we'll cover that. But it was so awesome to see. Aram was so happy to see her. And and I, you think that she pulled one around that she was actually looking at the stew maker?
0: Maybe. I mean, because he bent down to get it, so he might have seen what it was. If he did, he did a very good job of hiding that. And Aram so. is pretty good at hiding things. He is. However, you know, there's some
1: things that he may ramble and, and reveal, but um it's like I always said he actually found out what the fulcrum was about. He just kept his mouth shut.
0: Yeah, well I mean that, that's not canon, that's extra canon. Um so uh, that wasn't in the in the notes. I know, that but that's not of, considered canon. Um
1: uh, Okay.
0: I I mean it it is and it isn't it's kind of like everything else that's on the side it's you know ish I ish I mean I it's we discuss, I, I've discussed with various people what is considered canon what's not in each show that I watch because I mean to me canon is very important I mean I I write some AUs I do I I love plot divergent AUs but in the end canon is what you're there for And so I'm very particular about what is considered canon and what's not. Mm -hmm. And that's, I you know, what airs, what ends up airing is canon. Things like deleted scenes, which you and I both love. We have our deleted scenes that we go back to. Yours is the one from season three. I, I love some of season four's deleted scenes, like with them house hunting and... And Tom talking about basically being Mr. Mom and how frustrated that makes him. And th- those scenes, that they support things in canon, but if you're going back and that's all you're using, you, you can't... I, I think mm. they're secondary to canon.
1: Well, I, I think that the deleted scenes, they put in a different...
0: Well, I, I'm just using this as, a, just, as, as an yeah. example. And because, so, uh,
1: well, the... the they're put in the D V D for a reason, because they have they film for ten days and they air forty three minutes and then they put some deleted scenes. So I'm thinking those arcs canon and I consider the the uh the dossier canon. Um see I
0: no, no, it is. It is considered canon because someone asked about it and it yes. was confirmed. Like unless John, one of the Johns, confirms or one of the writing team confirms that it, something is considered canon, but there are things in the dossier that don't quite match up. Best I remember. Um, but th- there's a lot of confusion about, and, and we're we're getting off topic. But th- there's a <laughs> lot of confusion over some things that may or may not be because of the dossier. Like Tom, with the way Tom and Liz met, there's some cl- conflicting information between a couple different places in canon, within canon itself, and the dossier just kind of adds to that what, confusion. What? Why you mean? Um, gosh, I'm trying to remember what all it was exactly. Um, I just the Not whole. Not the date. Th- no, no, the dates are fine. Um, it's the whole the place. No, well, that's part of it is it's New York versus DC. They seem to have some issues with that in the writing team. And I've complained about that since day one, that they, they seem to bounce and forget that because they film in New York, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's supposed to be in New York well, it wasn't
1: even New York City. They they were living in Rochester. I know,
0: but yeah. but the place where they met when, if you go back and you you run the numbers for when Liz would have been in New York with the unit up there, um, the if you run the numbers, oh, now why, I know what you mean. Why yes. why did she meet him in Washington D.C you know it just like like there are just certain things in there that just don't make sense but those things were in actual aired canon as well so i mean it's been kind of a confusing sort Th- there may be an answer to it that just has never been made clear to me i don't know but mm. regardless it's, it's it's we're getting well well off topic there though cooper okay uh cooper was fantastic i as always and he's just Harry Lennox always brings his A-game to every scene that he has. It doesn't matter how short. It doesn't matter how little airtime he gets. The man brings such a powerful moment every time. Never fails But to see him laughing at Red the way he was,
1: (laughs) that was priceless. Because, first, I love his laugh. uh, But, I mean, he was was just having such a chuckle and imagining that somebody had
0: actually robbed Raymond Reddington. To be fair, Harry Lennox could continue talking for the rest of my life, and I would probably die a very happy person. I mean, the man's voice is just beautiful. I know it's.
1: I'm gonna have the the uh, the the telephone book read by by him and Spader. I would listen to that. I would too. <laughs> let's, let's have that be time. like like background music. Like I'm gonna concentrate. Let me put my my uh, my uh, book. I would get distracted. <laughs> I don't know, It will be soothing and like, uh, I don't know. So, and so he's laughing at Red and Red was not amused for once. <laughs> and
0: that's what made me even
1: happier. Yeah, that was, uh, he was just, and he was trying to, to like, okay, let me tone it down. But that was so much fun. <laughs> it's, it's one of those moments you just
0: can't. You just, it's so funny and you're getting such a kick out of it on such a personal level. And it was brilliant. I loved, loved their ending scene though. When he's asking, when he says his price for it, or no, well before that, the the thing that I liked was him saying that he, he always gets his man. Did that mm-hmm. stand out to you? Yes. Because as it was playing, I looked at the room. And I said, "That's coming back around." I said, "I don't know exactly how yet. Maybe they'll end up after Red at some point or in the after near Liz. future." you know, then I think it might have been, you always get, I mean, I know that you always get your man as a phrase, but I don't think they're going to go after Liz. I don't think she's, I don't think they have time to, I don't think they will. I may be wrong on that, but it sounded to me with Red saying it, that eventually they're going to legitimately go, at, in, in I don't know. Uh,
1: it, see, I, I read it in a different way, but I think that, <laughs> I'm I'm putting it together, because we have been getting, and I know a lot of people are complaining that we're not getting myth, mythology, we're not getting any canon, we're not getting, I beg to disagree, I think we are, we just don't know that we are.
0: And that's a possibility, because I know that I've had episodes where I'm like, there's nothing here, and then you go back after getting some information, you're like, oh, it's it's having the key that, that clicks mm-hmm. everything together. Yeah,
1: it's like putting the, the the you know. you remember there was a time there were some glasses and you put them on and you see a, something that wasn't there. You took off the glasses, it looked like it was a piece of paper, was nothing. That's what it's the blackness yeah. is. Is you you put on the right glasses and you see a whole different kind of thing and, and maybe a lot of the times maybe I got the right glasses on I'm so utterly excited because every episode brings me more and more of that but this, when I heard that together with Cooper telling Wrestler that, that seminal scene in which it says, you know, once once this is done, then I'll bring this letter to is appropriate um, channels I think that Cooper knows there is a mission to to what Red is doing. There is a reason for all of this. He may not be a happy camper doing it. He may have been... There's a part of me that even doubts that he ever left the Navy, truly. I think that he's in some sort of, you know, mission with the FBI. And it, it was interesting to me because when he said you always get your man, there is a feel that there is somebody out there and we're starting to see the i'm, I'm not going to say that he's a number one because i think it's a is a story but definitely we're getting to see the big bad it's beginning to we better to at take this point. shape yeah it's beginning to take shape and that's what it sounded to me
0: i mean it better at this point because we're at the end I mean, we've got maybe a season left
1: we, well, I mean, we might get two if things get, you know, they might be able to stretch to to cover without, without going too crazy. I would love that. I would love two because I think two will, will be a lot more fun. I think that three is too much. Oh, the no, one, three, they, they definitely don't
0: have three. They don't have the story for three. And... I don't know. We'll start getting...
1: It's the X-Files again. It's like, don't go past where you have stories Well, they just
0: restarted the X-Files, didn't they?
1: Oh, I imagine I haven't seen them. To me, they ended... You know, I watch a couple of episodes, and then it just...
0: I've never seen it, so I haven't... Like, I I would... I know, I know.
1: I would recommend seeing a couple of the earlier ones that were really good. But I'm insanely excited, because with my glasses... The whole thing is making so much sense now that it is ridiculous. I'm so excited, um, and I think with that we just gotta go now into Abraham's turn.
0: Uh, Reddington and Abraham. I mean, it was just oh my god. I I love Nathan Lane. Have I mentioned that I love Nathan Lane? He just so do I. <laughs> he's such a brilliant actor. <laughs> do you have you seen him in a Modern Family?
1: He has a no, recurring role. Oh my god, he is so hilarious!
0: I'm sure he, he's just brilliant in anything he touches. Like he plays like an uh,
1: all over the top um, couple, and then he they, they 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 just I mean he just t- takes things and runs with them, and you know that he puts like everything he has in it, and then he gets his incredibly touching little moments that are just like just when you're like laughing, you go like, oh. Now, no,
0: I mean, I open my uh, heart, and you just, like, stab it in there. The producers. Have you ever seen um, – Yes. It's – um,
1: it in the movie, I, and I saw it uh, live. Did you well. see
0: him on stage?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen <gasps> him several times. <laughs>
0: He's awesome. New Yorker. So, you get everything. Yeah. <laughs> so jealous. <laughs> live in the wrong part of the country. That's really what it boils down to. Um <laughs> Yeah, you love the snow
1: and the eyes that is not And I hate person. the heat
0: and I yeah. I just I live in the wrong part of the country. Um But yeah, Nathan Lane. I I was thrilled thrilled when I heard he was on um, now granted they, they released that before Tom's death and so like this was like the one thing I was looking forward to in the back half of the season mm-hmm. I'm like everything else is just dismal and I'm going but there's Nathan Lane mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and I, it, I, it delivered it, it was a great story it, it brought all those things so you know the father was trying to avoid him being a criminal but he ended up being a criminal
0: not just the same I don't you know I mean, they said that the father was trying to avoid it, but there's no proof of that. I mean, it was well, just, it was, it was a nice idea that he had that his, but obviously when his father was alive, he didn't have any sort of interest in him. He spent his quote unquote inheritance on candy, didn't he say? Yep. And so, I mean, like he was upset because I, of, I he kind cons- of he considered the father a failure, and it's I feel like he's once he decided that he wasn't a failure and started following this, he sort of I- idealized him a little bit, and so. The idea that his father was trying to keep him from a life of crime by leaving him this, you don't leave your child illegal money and hope that they stay out of the life of crime. It's like going, well, this is how you get rewarded. you, You do if
1: you know that they have the ability to be so. And eventually you hope that by leaving it to them, you know, it's a it's a very similar thing to what's happening with Liz and Red. Red was hoping that she wouldn't by pushing her aside. Eventually, she ended up in law enforcement and she's very good in law enforcement because there is a very thin line, you know, between the robbers and the coppers. Mm -hmm. So it's um, it was um, I found the story compelling. Um, You know, I'm a mystery fan So what is there not to find There is a cipher that brings us to the fulcrum There is a um, The the parallel lines (laughs) Parallel lines Parallels Um, Yep, everywhere Um, And pictures that you have to superimpose And then you get a different thing So it, it was almost like You get all these themes And it's telling you Put them all together now, like, start matching them. Well, that's that's exactly what I said at the beginning of the podcast, and you was the, the, that, the layers. I, and i got to say, that idea came straight from Jen, not mine. <laughs> I'm not that's, taking credit for it.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Uh, got credit for something yay! Um, <laughs> I did something. I still can contribute to this fandom. Yay. <laughs> I was joking with a friend the other day. I said, my only place in this fandom anymore is the bitter person in the corner crying. I don't like it. <laughs> So yay, I can still contribute. Fantastic. Well, <laughs> we still have one keen.
1: We have one keen. I just and we gotta we gotta root for Liz because uh, Liz pulled one on red. So let's go uh, keep going on Reddington and, and Stern because once we got to, to to Liz and the whole thing and we have Glenn.
0: Yes. Yeah. Oh Glenn. I love Glenn. Bless Glenn. <laughs> that scene was awesome. Oh my God. okay awesome. hang on, hang well, on. Our, we got to we got to finish Red and Abraham. Yeah. Um <laughs> I know I know how much you want this cuz I do too but we have to finish Red and Abraham. No I, I loved their chemistry that they had together that um <laughs> as angry as I am at Reddington right now as as much trouble as I had because normally when Red would get that excited about something and go on an adventure and, you know, have all of this goofy fun times, I'd be like, yay, Red's happy! Let this man be happy! You know, I've been cheering for four seasons. Let this man be happy! And now I'm just like, you have no right to be happy. <laughs> <You know? laughs> very vindictive, apparently. Um, Things I learned about yeah, myself. Yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, I, I've seen, I mean, it's it's very funny
1: to me because... Uh, I'm a big Red fan, and I, I've I've seen the fandom do these fun things where sometimes it's like already it's like a god, and others for you know it, it's. And I got I saw a lot of people get. Uh, I saw very very dear friends who have been super fans in not one but two and three social media, uh, commenting daily on things completely get off the wagon when he
0: um, shot
1: uh, Mr. Kaplan.
0: It came close for me. You remember how angry I was with yeah. him? And I made the comment at the time, I said he might be able to come back from this. And when he turned around and, and chose not to do it, when he started take And that's always my thing with him. He has to take responsibility. It's one of the things he doesn't do well because... And I understand that the place that he's in, the the life that he lives, that that's not exactly something he does often because he's got to survive. But in this situation... and. And James did a did a brief interview the other day where he said that, that Red doesn't feel guilty because he feels like he gave Tom enough mm-hmm. a, enough explanation. And I completely believe, James, that Red feels that way. I think that he thinks it's that way. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting there going, I would be much less angry with Red right now if, one, he knew why he was keeping the secret— he was able to articulate that. That was the point that broke with me. He was not able to articulate to Dembe, who knows everything, and so A I. So you now,
1: know the reasons is fear or or shame.
0: Yes, but he he cannot articulate why this is so important, and that thing that he can't articulate got his son in law killed. So he's involved in it. Liz is miserable. She's living this miserable, dark life. And he's out there buying a freaking castle. Mm -hmm. I'm really angry at him right now. (laughs) Yeah,
1: well, it was was very interesting to me um, because one of the comparisons that I've been drawing recently between Red and Liz is that they both have one trait in common. They will not look at something until they're ready to do or until their nose is pushed into it. I mean, Liz was a pregnant, oh no, oh, yeah, pregnancy test, oh, we'll throw that out. And, um, uh, yeah, he might be my father, but you know what, let's just not talk about it. Yeah, I better not inquire, I made a couple of half-hearted inquiries, but you know what, better not answer. And that's it. And Red is the same thing. Would he have admitted to kill Sam if... Tom hadn't given Liz the the picture? No. Would he have even given any information about Liz's mother if Dembe hadn't sent Liz to the apartment?
0: No. They don't, they're they exactly the same. Close. They're close to the same. It's the same route. The difference is that Liz's tends to affect herself. And, by the way, when it effect- started affecting other people, like with Agnes, when she was trying to, you know, push Agnes off on an adoption agency and such, Tom was there to pull her back around and say, this is not just about you. This is about all three of us now. Because there was a third, it's now about all three of us. And so she, you know, for the most part, most of her decisions like that to just go, oh, I'm just going to ignore this, which I agree. She 500% does that. Same as Red does. But hers tends to be about herself. His... Because that third's already there, you know. It's it's the lesson that Tom was able to help Liz learn. Red never had a Tom in his life, for lack of a better phrasing, and I, so I, I, he his his reaction like that hurts Liz, and that's that's where he needs to learn. Well, the, I, I I do think that there is a.
1: Th- a third that could have helped. But the reason why Tom was able to hurt to help Liz with that is because Liz has one element in her character that is not from bread. forgiveness. yes. And that element is what makes, you know we, we were talking when Tom died, how you felt that, you know, you have to have hope and you have to make, make, make a better choice. And I, was, and, and I was telling you, I think you can do a, a change, but it's you can't do a radical change of who you are. But you can do small things, and that is this small thing. That is the, the part of her that is very different from Brad is that forgiveness. And that forgiveness allowed her to open the door to Tom, Tom, help her go into a different frame of mind. And now without Tom, she is, and now that she had to get Agnes out of her life, that means that now she has no longer, she's now becoming more red. And we we still don't know much about Katerina. All we know from Katerina is, is Katerina seen through the eyes of somebody, but we don't have a direct experience of Katerina.
0: The closest we've had was the journal, and that while it can be trusted on a level, it can't be trusted entirely because it's a spy writing a journal.
1: Yeah, to tell the husband how exactly she was so happy that Liz was a girl because she would not inherit a disease that she could not inherit because she wasn't the daughter of the deceased man. So I don't trust any of the diary. I think that she just and she's talking about like she's estranged um, from her father. She wasn't estranged from her father. The the Dom says that he had to step away to keep her to keep Liz safe. So up until whatever time she left, she had she was estranged from her father. So that that diary to me is a pack of lies. She was just very good at it. Um, which Liz is also good at it, but we we still don't know that, and and that is interesting to see. What part from her does Liz have? Other than being, obviously, as I was saying today in a a post, what part of Red thought that it was a good idea to get a straight young male to look after his daughter that is the daughter of a notorious spy? Two Yes,
0: two. Correct. There was Not? Tom 1.0 and Tom 2.0 that <laughs> lasted less time than Tom. <laughs> yeah,
1: and now he's rotting in some jail.
0: Poor guy. I'm blanking yeah. on his name. Um, Ezra. Ezra, thank you. I was like, he starts the knee. That's all I remembered. But poor Ezra. I mean, I like- <laughs> mean,
1: Gina's on a tacos was his option. Get a straight female or get a gay male. Don't get... A straight male or a a gay female, because that's not going to end up well. I
0: don't know if Gina, like, I I don't, I I have nothing to prove this, but I could totally see Gina being bi. Um. (laughs) She she would probably But she She was also better at keeping her emotions out of the job itself. Not when it came to Tom, not when it came to Jacob, but... But everything else I think she was for the most yeah. part.
1: I mean that that would have been a better alternative. Yeah. What would the what the heck was he thinking? If 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 Tom was the first one that he hired. Because I've had my little suspicions about the other two, the Ronnie and the um and the grifter. I don't know. Something about this doesn't seem to me that Red could keep his paws out of his daughter's life. He was, he, he was an overprotective dad and, you know, maybe at a distance, but that doesn't change much.
0: True. Anyway, yeah. back, back to uh, Abraham and Reddington. And so, yeah, I mean, we've talked a bit about the the sucking the money out and all of that and the distrust. It was just, it was, there was so, I was very, very happy to see them work together, even for a little bit, just because you got to mm-hmm. see that dynamic and you got to see too Amazing actors work together, and they were kind of so stream.
1: excited about the the cipher and the code and the mountains.
0: Let me. It was, Red found someone, it's, it's like walking out into the park in the afternoon and striking up a conversation with a stranger and finding out, oh, you're a Blacklist fan? Oh, your favorite character is so-and-so? That's mine too! And suddenly you found your freaking fandom soulmate! And that's yep. kind of what Red found was his criminal soulmate!
1: <laughs> they were, you know, for, for, for a little moment, they were both, like, little kids, that, you know, instead of being two criminals, there were two little kids in a shed outside in a secret club, um, you know, reliving, you know, this, this this little book that they both read and they're finding the stuff. It, it was uh, it, it was beautiful to see because it had a. I mean, you know that they're going to betray one another as Red says it's in nature we're criminals Um, but it was just fun to see and too fun to see that Red expected to be betrayed
0: yeah and and just the same he had his own betrayal set up yep the question would be if he would have screwed over uh, I don't think he would have
1: I think he was I don't think it was a proof he was happy with the 50% yeah
0: that's fair I, I, I think you're right. I, I, I want to hope you're right. I'm also really angry at Red, so. <laughs> I mean, my, my judgment's well, a bit off
1: with him. A- Abraham Stern stopped being fun when he shot the guy who was helping him. That was cold.
0: Well, I mean, Red came in long after that, though. Yeah, no, no,
1: no. I'm just saying that 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 part was like, whoa! You are really heartless because you're fun. Uh, see, yeah. I
0: never. I never blinked at that. I was like, as soon as the cops rolled up and went, oh man, you're dead. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, I knew that he was dead
1: too, but he said, you didn't need to do that because you could have bought his silence like Red does. And that is a difference with Red.
0: I see. I think that's, I think that's inaccurate just because Red has the reputation. I don't think Abraham had that reputation. I think he was completely in the shadows because he's very singular in what he was looking for. Mm -hmm. Red has an empire Abraham had one thing that he was looking for, and he was very good at it, but yes. he didn't have an entire empire to back up the threats. And so, sure, sh- it, it's right. I mean, you're looking back to the um, I'm blanking on um, but but the the criminal families that got married, uh, that whole thing about uh, um, the
1: Vakaras and the Erickson,
0: yeah, but when. When you had um, Adrian Adri- uh, no, Adrian Monk, was his name on the other team? <laughs> <Yeah>. Alistair Pitt. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I'm like, not Adrian. <laughs> That's Adrian Monk. Um, but when you had Alistair Pitt saying, I can make this happen because if you betray the other one, I can kill you. Now, if Abraham had the, the Which backup. Which back to the courier saying
1: we replace exactly. trust with fear. Okay.
0: And that's, yeah, I mean, that's what if, we do, if Abraham uh, had that kind of backup, he could have. And may have, would have. You don't know. I mean, but that's, he didn't have that sort of goal. He, he thought small. He,
1: yeah. had the, he had the... Well, it wasn't that small, but yeah, it was... No, it was. was.
0: Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, it was very yeah. small, because... He just
1: wanted his inheritance.
0: He could have had an empire... He had the intelligence level, the IQ, and the personality type, to have an empire like Red's. He was on par with Red mm-hmm. if he had chosen to be. But he didn't. All he wanted was his inheritance. And so, no, I don't think he could have bought the silence, because I don't think you could... Money doesn't... You can buy some people with money. Other people, they have to fear for their lives, and that you know. And when you have that question there, yeah, I knew the guy was dead. Like it's that that never crossed my mind that he was going to do anything other because the cops were involved, just like you said.
1: Yeah. How, what did you think about that scene when he goes to the museum?
0: Oh, it I was loved awesome. It. it was
1: beautiful. That was, that was glorious. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, and the, the guy
0: is like, uh, the. Um, 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 me, me. He was just so chill about the whole thing. I mean, he's. Oh, he was. And he pulled it off. Yeah. He was so awesome. And no, I I, I loved April. He, he had
1: he had that charm thing that Red does, and he turned on the charm, and they, and they were like, oh, it doesn't matter. The guy can't even pronounce a word. He's supposed to be an insurance agent, but he can't pronounce It's all right.
0: And that, that's exactly what I mean. He was on par with Red, but he chose to go small when mm-hmm. Red chooses to go big.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, the
1: phase that he put in when he realized that they're sucking everything and he is going to jail. That was so much fun. <laughs> He's
0: like, I had it. I saw it. It was right there. Yes, it was beautiful. <laughs> well, that's, and that's what happens that's when, you, Lane. when you spread
1: your inheritance on candy. <laughs> yeah,
0: come on, dude. <laughs> Have some forethought, 16, 16-year-old self, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, oh, no, I mean, it. I'm so glad they got Nathan Lane to play that character because I just, I can't imagine anybody else pulling that off.
1: Yeah, well, that happens with most of the, uh, of the blacklisters. Once they, they get in the role is, you cannot really do a substitution in your mind because it would be like, no, they're perfect. They're perfect. I mean. The
0: the ones that stand out. Yeah.
1: uh, Anslow Garrick, you know, hitting the hill. Come on, play out with me. That was, you know. Exactly. Nobody is going to ever do that in the same exact way that had me like. I really like this guy. He's
0: evil, but I love him. Exactly. <laughs> play with me, Red. Yeah. yeah I um, oh, I
1: miss Did you notice like... all the the we're getting all this this parallels to the fulcrum with it with the cipher and uh, the 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 lines and all this you know the secret stuff. I thought it was great, and you had to have the four of them together.
0: Okay, how are we moving into Liz? Uh, we are moving into Liz, <laughs> also <laughs> known as the Stewmaker. Stewmaker 2.0. Yeah. She's prettier. Maker She's prettier. Yeah. Yeah.
1: She, <laughs> in, I mean, she looks good when she shaves. The Stewmaker didn't.
0: No. No, sorry. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. So, originally, I thought that it was the same hotel room. Um, when I watched it, I, I think it was the music <laughs> that going on, but it was, it was the red because the, the hotel room, cause I went back and, and looked at the scene from, from season red one. Um, it wasn't even, I, I thought the original bathtub was a heart bathtub, but it wasn't um, just red. It was just red. And so it just, but it, it was still nice. They honestly, it might've been a bit over the top to have done the exact same one, but it was nice that they had that callback. That
1: little red—that's the little things that they put mm-hmm, in there. It, it was
0: very subtle, but it was very nice. I liked it. And it was a heart, which is so twisted. <laughs> Some I sick, sick people on that team. <laughs> we love it. Keep it going. <laughs> oh my gosh! I that
1: was that was hilarious. And there she is with a t- with a tank top, and and she's pouring this stuff, and then she's just like moving I was it like so,
0: yeah so excited when they started playing the music though because it's the yes. same song and i went and i was the roomie was sitting there and watching i went oh my gosh same song same song and she's just looking at me like you were crazy what is wrong with you <laughs> mm, i was i was like yeah they brought it back i was <laughs> so freaking excited because i mean the, the blacklist has always had just phenomenal music. I have so many playlists that have come about from the blacklist. But I
1: have things to say before we get to the tub. Okay. I don't know if you notice, but we got this great this great nod to redemption. There it is. Liz is in the closet. There is a dead body. The hand is
0: out. I saw. That. I'm just like, oh, honey, why you zipped him up? Why did you not shove the hand in there? And and
1: do you remember? And then there's she puts a thing in the in the. And so it was like, oh my god, this is a nod to that great scene in Redemption where Solomon is going at the foot with the with the the guy's hand, You're and like meanwhile racist. they're talking about. <laughs> And the cops are like, "There's nothing to be seen here. Let's get out of here."
0: Oh, you know, I, I honestly would. I mean, she didn't have anybody to play off for that, but I guess I understand why she did what she did. But why couldn't she have just said that she was the the maid? That she was there to
1: because clean. it would have been seen. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, nobody saw her. The the place is clean. And uh, other than the rag that she's tough, well, you know, she's it's the first time you to You're gonna, you're gonna That's make a mistake. That's true.
0: Yeah, um, you, you can't expect to be poor. so. So Sinclair, he is either dirty or crazy good at his job, but he's a dead man walking either way. I
1: don't know. He is dirty. I, I, I don't. You know, no. Let let me let me phrase that. I don't think he's dirty. I think he's being used. He reminded me of Detective Wilcox with the, with the um the Harbor master, he does. He does remind me of, of obsessive, Fox, not what you say it. and good. and and his voice was not the voice that called Garvey. It was the voice of the internal Affairs cup, the one that that had the is Frank Sturgeon.
0: yeah, I, I don't know. I haven't gone back and listened to that that closely, but, but i he's either a dirty cop or he's crazy good at his job but either way he's a dead man walking
1: <laughs> yeah gail 2.0 now now liz got the, the gail
0: at least gail got to walk free he's off somewhere you know sipping martinis somewhere or something oh yeah. you know
1: they haven't told me I, have, so I have a little theory about about the task force and gail I that red always chose a task force because he needed them to be good cops but by the book in order that they wouldn't catch him because if they're by the book he can predict what they're gonna do which is what Liz did this time she predicted mm-hmm. that if you put the robbery well it's happening it's gonna go in there she knew she knew the procedures she could play of them and I think that uh, Gail was the the little cog in the machinery because he was actually able to put himself in red's head and he could catch Red. Yeah.
0: That's I miss. So, I, I'm very, yeah. I have no idea what happened there. Cause I mean, we, we talked to the actor and we're talking about getting him on the, the show and it just, kind of uh, I, have a away. Feeling,
1: I have a feeling it was a change of, of, uh, of storylines?
0: Maybe. I, he seemed very upset on Twitter. I, I have no idea. I have no clue what the deal was. But whatever it was seemed to be very sudden. And that he... Mm. I, I kind of got the impression he felt gypped by it. Which is possible. I mean, it could be that they basically said, Hey, you want to come in for season five? Oh, never mind. Just kidding. You know? Yeah. And so... Yeah, I. Mean, I, 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 I something
1: happened in season between season 4 and season 5 and i think there was a little adjustment of it may be that they they without even saying it and i wouldn't expect him to say they know that they got one or two or whatever season left and that
0: forced them to to do a little trimming of storylines i can't help but wonder i mean it, it may just be that john's bsing his way through life i don't know but i, I always feel like he's so super chill about everything that that he, um, that that he's got somebody that knows that that gives him a lot more heads up than than anybody else has. You know that he kind of has a general idea. So so I
1: love the the that that list. Did you notice that she went in a closet with little slats?
0: Yes, I did. I did notice yeah. that immediately. <laughs>
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. So it was it was a lot of fun to see her like that, and, and 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 she was pretty hurt. I mean, that got hurt.
0: Yeah, I I feel like sometimes that they kind of I I follow a blog on Tumblr uh, that's medical. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's uh, um. Script, script medic is what it's called and yeah. it's for right medical writing she, she's fantastic but following her blog and reading what i've read about it i see so much stuff that happens on tv that's just oh it's on tv no one's gonna ask about this i'm like that's not how it works <laughs> she needs mm-hmm. to go to the hospital she may have internal bleeding that was really deep <laughs>
1: Yeah, that was really bad.
0: And so, so we, I, I think that we waltzes, may see Ellie back. But she maybe just, Ellie's back talking to her. She just waltzes out without stitches or anything, and is like walking around everywhere. And I'm going, that's not how that works. But they did that with Tom. They've done it with every character that that they do these crazy things to him. And that's just TV. You just have to kind of let some she stuff might, go. She might have learned to, to get stitches. Well, you know herself. she did, because she sewed the guy up in the first episode back for the back half of the yeah. season. And yeah, you know she does stitches. So she probably did it to right. herself. <laughs> but still, it just... I mean, potentially yeah, internal bleeding. Yeah, that was a good half an inch. It was past It was past the muscle barrier there. Um, I mean, but if nothing else, torn muscles. Good heavens. Um... She doesn't have any fat on her. The woman is like <laughs> all muscle and nothing else. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, something I thought was interesting, and this, this is going to be my, my slight nudge hard to, to Red's ribs um, <laughs> at this point. I said, it was funny that uh, he said that he was asking her to avoid her darker impulses, but I need your help with this. Suddenly, it's important to me, so I need you to ignore my advice to you and give in to your darker impulses to help your dad.
1: Well, I mean, I think for Red, darker impulses is go killing people,
0: uh, stealing he is good. He straight up said that he wanted to her to ignore his advice on that and to help him with this. I mean, <laughs> it was it was so self. Yeah. It just it goes back to that whole self indulgent thing that I've got an issue with lately. It well, just. Her- Red Red has a
1: a favorite thing that he calls, um, whenever he tells somebody that they have a unique opportunity, that means a hugely distasteful thing that somebody's got to do so that he can benefit from. Yup. And he always calls it like that, unique opportunity. Almost reminds me of those salesmen, you know, like, this is perfect.
0: He is. He's a salesman. Because I need it. Oh, but I, okay, so something that I really loved was the, Passive packet sniffer. Because... Yes. And and I got to have my moment because I, I can still contribute to this fandom. I can. Yay! Um, <laughs> so, I, I've, I've talked about multiple times before how I love how they drop little lines that talk about how the Keens have these conversations. that They can't do everything on air and, you know, they've got 40-something odd minutes, you know, to to air this show every week and they just can't have every conversation on air. And even if they did, Mm -hmm. they would, I mean, then it would become the Tom and Liz show. And that, that was never what it was meant to be. And so I've always liked how they sort of indicate stuff without having to straight up say it. They've always been very good about that. And it was just another nod towards that where she talked about how Tom taught her how to use this. Now, she's aware that the FBI uses it as well, but she specified that Tom taught her this. And so Mm -hmm. that means that they sat around and he he taught her spy traits Mm -hmm. more than just if you need to distract him, sneeze. And I loved that. I'm I'm picturing them sitting there late at night, Agnes is in bed. And her picking his brain over various little spy traits that she can use to do her job better. And him just being like, I get to talk to my favorite person in the world about my favorite thing to do in the world. And this makes me the happiest man in the world. And I just picture Tom so freaking excited like he was in season two when he was able Mm -hmm. to give her that little bit of advice and connect Mm -hmm. with her on that level. And I'm just I'm picturing them. Agnes is in bed, they're having these conversations, and it makes me so freaking happy. And then I'm going to ignore the fact that they killed him.
1: (laughs) And I love love the fact that those are things that we also can connect with, the stuff that he inherited from his father. And I hope that one day, you know, they connect. uh, I would love to see, um, you know, her and Aram kind of discuss Tom.
0: Uh, yeah, you know, I'd love Tom to come back and discuss it with. Mom. <laughs> Do we have well, that? you know, I know they keep saying no, no, no,
1: no. And, and yeah, I'm saying, yeah, I could see. I guess there's a little side, there's a little part of me that is saying, I don't know.
0: I just, I don't trust either way anymore. And so I'm just, I'm kind of just trying to see if I can find place. Jimmy Hoffa? I- Jimmy Hoffa disappeared. That was so weird. Yes. That was Okay, me. at least I'm not the only one that felt like that was the weirdest person ever to name. <laughs> okay. Like they, they do these little things. It's like I know you know what you're doing, you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. I know. Cuz I I didn't know who that was off the top of my head, so I had to go Google him. Because it just the fact that he gave a name, you always if you don't know who they're talking about, if it's John, you Google the name. I Googled mm-hmm. the name and I'm like, this dude yeah, is weird.
1: Somebody <gasps> just sent, sent me this this uh album, um Mecha 19 M- M- Yeah, um, yeah. 19- I knew, yeah. And she said, you know, that oh the John said that they the name Scott is because his mother's um her mother in law was um made I, I, like, think, I, think I knew he, that.
0: I think he does have um someone in his family with the name oh, Scott yeah. that he Yeah, his, mother-in-law.
1: his mother in law.
0: His mother that was his
1: mother in law who just who died, you know, a few years ago. Um made a name. And uh, and I know that she came from Hastings, and that's why there are Hastings all over the blacklist. Still, that's not answering why the same name for Elizabeth and her mother-in-law. That's answering why Scott, not why the same name on both. So people people tend to to yeah, imagine. but you
0: you got the cousins thing, and you know you were never going to sway me on the cousins thing. I just I will so believe. So we're gonna Carl- do if it happens. I don't think it will. <laughs> I just you know, like, I, I am more willing to accept the possibility of Carla being Katarina other than Carla or or Katarina and, and Scotty being sisters or cousins or what have you.
1: But that is, uh, you know, th- that is a, a cultural thing.
0: Yes. Most of the world in the culture that the show is happening in. <laughs> And so yes yes it is <laughs> that come, still remains that nobody culture. has answered why they have the same name oh, but does it they have answered why they're incestuous this is not game of thrones <laughs> this is we're not a long like, way i love game of, of, of thrones. thrones but this is not game of thrones <laughs> <laughs> oh my we're gosh so we're so far just,
1: away from him huh we are so far away from Game of Thrones.
0: We are. We are. And it's, it's, you know, we'll see. I mean, time will tell on every theory that's out there. Even, like, some of the craziest theories I've heard. I'm like, I don't believe you. I will never believe you. But maybe eventually time will tell. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that for
1: crazy, i give you mine. I know two people that believe it. Two. Two in all fandoms, me and somebody else. <laughs> and and that somebody else doesn't believe all of it, but it's the closest that comes to. So yeah, I mean for crazy, mine takes the cake. <laughs> if if I am correct the 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 Johns can proceed sell ahead because nobody believes it. <laughs> nobody. I mean people talk to me like I'm
0: crazy. Well, we'll see. It. Maybe I am. <laughs> Time will tell. Well, mostly good, crazy. It's okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> mostly good. <gasps> yeah, um, and, I, and and you wrote something that you would be worried that
1: the next end was spying on them because it's like if yeah. if he was wearing that, I'm Then sorry. that
0: means that he knows exactly well, he, who killed him and where is red. He was wearing it. Um. But the the biggest thing was it's kind of like when you look for I mean I am a paranoid sort. I the only reason I don't have tape over my my personal laptop is because it remains closed and linked to a a monitor that doesn't have a camera on it. And then the only time it's open I'm using the camera to talk to Tessa (laughs) for the podcast. (laughs) But I'm one of those paranoid sorts that I I don't like to have cameras that are open around me because it makes me very nervous. I know a lot of people that way. Apparently, I'm not in the, the oddball realm of that. That's actually a fairly normal thing to be paranoid about. Yeah, I'm I'm super paranoid of that. But let a me lot let of me get are. some. No, no, hang on. Um, but that that's where I'm going with the eye is that that little you, you look for the light, to see if someone's hacking your computer to watch you. There was a little red light that just wouldn't stop, yep. and I'm just going, why are you talking around this thing? Smash it. Like I would never. I would be so careful. At least
1: put it in a in a um, um
0: soundproof. Keep it covered. So, something. Yeah. Soundproof something, jar and cover something. it with a with a you know non see through cover there. I yeah. Well, or the
1: or the ifd um. Protected or, or whatever
0: I don't even know. Just don't. Like, it, there was a red light. That means something in it is still active. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be connected. You know, I, if there is a light on and it's not plugged into a source, obviously something is still going and potentially transmitting. What are you doing, Elizabeth? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, and wish, the, the, I was uh, The her. thing
1: is, now I'm going to make the connections that I made. I do remember that I I, I I consider very peculiar in the last episode that here comes Detective Singleton who actually tells Liz um, Liz arrives on a day, two days later Detective Singleton is there but before Detective Singleton is at her apartment Ian Garvey receives a phone call that says let it play out I'll, I'll manage it on my end and Here it comes, Detective Singleton comes into the apartment, takes a look at everything that she's doing and instead of being actually worried about the the man that he doesn't know who it is, the man with the knife that stabbed him, he's concerned about who let you, who took you to the hospital and who killed the man in here. That's what he's concerned about. But he does something very strange. He tells her about this, the corner in particular where the Nash Syndicate was dealing, and then Liz goes there. And what they were doing, they were pointing her towards Navarro, because Navarro—that's how Garvey was getting his information through the eye. It, why on earth, no? This guy—they put—they pull him in, and then they let him go. Um. Obviously, because he was supposed to be bait, a tether goat, and he was a fairy goat. He's bait. They left him out there. He's a and dead goat. with the eyes transmitting, he knows exactly who killed him. He's a dead goat. Yep. Well, that's what happened with
0: goats left <laughs> tether in a field. Well, it'll be interesting. Um, something I just need to make a comment on. Um mm-hmm. Uh, For anybody that has seen the movie, Mr. Right, (laughs) I was totally jamming out to the song Just My Type because one of my favorite actors was in Mr. Right. And that's the reason I watched it. Uh, A writer that I like, uh, Max Landis, and he was the writer on it and maybe the director as well. Um, But but Michael was in the the movie. But the whole the whole movie is about an assassin that. Grows a conscience, and so he starts mm-hmm. killing the people that hires him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a great movie, highly recommended. Um, but anyway, the at the beginning while the titles are playing, it's just my type, and so he's like dancing through this and like going to kill the person that hired him to commit homicide. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> so this song starts playing, and I went, "It's the Mister Wright song." <laughs> I was so excited. <laughs> it's just the music in this one was. Off the charts. I loved it. The, it was the music very was good. great. I mean they for the hundredth episode good. it was just really good. And and they, they cut down so much of the music for the show, which every show does. I mean, you, you have to cut it to fit and everything. They played so much of the song, it was so exciting.
1: I have one more thing that I like to discuss, which is um, well, Reddy's buying himself a castle. Yeah,
0: chess. The rook is a castle. Okay. That's, that's kind of what mm-hmm. I was thinking. But yeah. Bishop. Just-
1: yeah. So we're getting more chess references. You know, you me. get excited over the music and Mr. Wright. I get excited over chess. Books and music. What can I say? Um. <laughs> I get excited over over the, the parallels and the symbols. Semiotics is big for me. And then he gets Churchill's hat. And I am amazed because a few... Maybe a couple months ago, somebody was saying, isn't there a little weird thing with Churchill and Red, you know, with the three-piece suits and the hat? And we were like, hmm,
0: you know, there was a little going on in there. Like, we wonder what it is. I don't see the the three-piece, because, I mean, that's just classy. You know, the three-piece suits are just classy. A lot of men over history have worn three-piece suits.
1: But now Red bought... Um, Churchill's hat. So the fact that somebody was talking about it—it's
0: it, it, interesting. Yes. But
1: and it's going to the British theme that is that is being running, and it, it's one of my latest one that I that I found. Um, now I have to go and look
0: at clocks because I realize that that's another thing running through. So. I I had trouble with the hat because I'm such. So, I love Winston Churchill and I just I kind of like Red said he goes you know not not worthy of it And I'm like no you aren't you know? I was really upset I was like take that hat off you are not worthy <laughs> but
1: he put it on and it it's an interesting thing because he was distrusted. Uh, by the Americans, and they decided to trust Stalin. That did not work out well. Yeah, so I'm, you know, I, the, the parallels are, and, and there's a British, British, British theme going around, and I keep telling people, uh, it, it, Don's accent is actually Scottish or Irish, but one thing is not is Russian. And nobody's going to put a fake Irish accent to hide a Russian accent.
0: Mm. So,
1: and he says nappies. And he says mother of God. I
0: don't so,
1: know. Just putting it out there that yeah. there is a big theme going on. So, you can head to my page if you're interested in the crazy side of the blacklist.
0: <laughs> if you want to. Is- if you want to go to the bitter side and or like the other fandoms that have taken over my page.
1: <laughs> well, Jen, is, Jen analyzes the stuff. She's, it's not crazy stuff. My stuff goes in crazy So If you're interested, head out over there. I analyze all the British clues and the Russian clues and the themes of the children in danger. And then again, it's Tom Keene. It's not Tom Jones. Is Tom Keen. And the tombstone says King Tom. Make that's what you will. That's how tombstones There is no work. room downstairs. There is no room in the bottom. There is no room on the top. It's all occupied by King Tom. Yes, Just because
0: the, the plot next to him would be Liz, where it would say Keen Elizabeth. <laughs> that's, that's how it happens. That's how tombstones work. <laughs> I have a question for you. Do you think that Agnes
1: will be will grow up? Because I think that we both have a very good feeling that it's very likely that that Liz will not. No, you ever have that be able to get Agnes back? You have just that feeling.
0: Okay. I do not. I, I would like okay, to. I have very that clear that uh, clear that one out. You have that feeling. Okay. I say I have if that, that happens, feeling. I'm going to revolt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, uh, before we revolt, do you think that Agnes is going to be known as Agnes Keen or Agnes Hargrave? Yeah. She will be safe as Agnes Hargrave.
0: I think it depends on how things end.
1: No, but now, I mean, right I, now. I don't know. She's going to take her. I don't know. And what do you think that she's going to do? Like say, oh, this is my daughter, my um, granddaughter, Agnes Hargrave, or I just adopted this child and I'm going to name her Gargrave. Because I think it's interesting that we're going back to names.
0: I don't think she specifically needs to tell anybody. I mean, she may just hide the kid away. Nobody may know. But
1: eventually go to
0: school. Yeah, maybe, unless she homeschools her. Yeah. She might hide her away in a corner somewhere. Um... I don't I really don't know I don't have an opinion on that I find it very interesting
1: because it's uh you know it's like we ended up with her
0: with a real name yeah it is kind of ironic though um all right so does that about wrap us up that's about wrap us up all right we kept it a little shorter this time so you can catch us on Tumblr, on uh, Twitter, and Facebook. And you can listen to us on YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. And until next
1: time, I'm very excited about the next one. Some are in danger. looks fun.
0: We'll see Look you it next- up. We'll see you next Bye-bye. week. Bye.